the 49ers have opened up the practice window for three players. Plus, they're getting some reinforcements back. And we're going to break that down right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And Joe, Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? We touching down right now, right here on the ground. It's your boy, Wayne Breezy. Welcome back. Ooh, it's Tuesday already. Uh, don't forget, guys, go out there and rock the vote. Make sure you guys go ahead and get your vote on today. Is election day. Top of the morning, everybody out there on the West Coast. It's still morning right here on the East Coast. We're on our way to the afternoon. You know what I'm saying? I got a crazy show for you guys today. We're going to be talking about the reinforcements and things like that. And I got a special guest, none other. And we're going to be bringing him out very, very shortly. But before we do, I just want to give everybody a round of applause. Let's go. Oh, this is my vote shirt for today. Uh, Garoppolo Kittle 2020. You guys remember these shirts? I, I, I don't know if you remember it, but that was the campaign we was rocking back in the day for sure. It was supposed to be a Kittle or Garoppolo type of thing. And then the 49ers just started adding adding more weapons. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and so hey, at least these guys are still here on the team. All right. And now, listen, if you're on YouTube, guys, we're going to go ahead and get this started. I don't want to waste anybody's time. I see questions popping up already in the chat pre-show. Guys, if you're on YouTube, make sure you like, comment and subscribe at the Wayne Breezy or you can go to the link. All right. www.youtube.com backslash at the Wayne Breezy. Make sure you guys put that at the Wayne Breezy in there if you're going to type in the whole URL or it won't work. If you just type in the Wayne Breezy with the URL, it's not going to work. So make sure you put the at symbol in there. All right. Make sure you guys go ahead and do that. If you're watching the show right now, make sure you hit that like button. And if you happen to watch it on the rewatch or whatever, make sure you hit the like button as soon as you join the stream. We got a live poll going on. Guys, somebody send me a remi reminder not to, uh, to remember the poll. I always forget the poll at the end of the show. Conversations get they get a little heated, and, and next thing you know, the poll is gone, and I forgot to do the results. But somebody's going to send me a reminder. And don't forget, I want to save the questions to the end of the show. So if you guys have a question, make sure you prose it in the form of a question. I got my laptop over here with the chat going on. We got moderators out there, and I will make sure I do my best to star that question. So at the end of the show, we'll do a Q&A for me and our special guests. All right, guys, we got to give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Make sure you guys go to www.residency.com. Use the promo code SF 
breezy and save on your purchases today. All right, today. I'm going to look to do a, a holiday promo code special where you might be able to save a little bit more. So I'm working on that as we speak. But until Black Friday gets here, go ahead and use that promo code right now. I'm going to see if, there's, if I can create some type of Black Friday sale for you guys. And also, guys, if you guys bet and you guys like to bet and things like that, we do all of our betting right here with my bookie. It's www.mybookie.ag. You can use the promo code Breezy100. Later on the show, we'll break down the promo and explain it to you uh, in more detail. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to get the show started because I have a really, really very, very great dear friend of mine. Uh, and it's funny because he's a young guy but he loves his 49ers. Matter of fact, he loves his 49ers so much, he named himself 49er Media because that's exactly what he's bringing to you. He's bringing you everything in the media, every square inch of media. That's what he's bringing. Ladies and gentlemen, give a round of applause for my guy, 49er Media. What's, What's up? On, What's bro? up? Ah, you sound like a grown man over there, man. I got this nasal, this this whole this whole inside of my nasal passage is hurt right now, and uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to make it through another week. But I appreciate you for joining the show, uh, and and we're gonna talk some 49ers. You ready to get down to it? Yes, sir. All right, now we're going to start with the latest in the news, guys. So uh, if you watch the Nitty Gritty Show, we talked about some of this last night. We were able to break uh, that the 49ers signed wide receiver Tajay Sharp. All right, and so that's some of the latest news that you're going to see. So here's that roster signing right there. Tajay Sharp has been signed to the practice squad. And uh, according to Matt Mayoko, 49er Media, they released tight end Troy Fumugali. Um what are your thoughts on these two signings? Um, I, I was kind of surprised that they did sign a receiver uh, to the practice squad. Um, just because, I, you know, you already have so many guys and, you know, that they do. I believe, I guess they did release Malik Turner. Um, so they did want to uh, maybe get more of a guy that's more of a receiving guy. Because I know, you know, Malik Turner's more of a, like that special teams type of guys so maybe they were looking for a you know more of a kind of wide receiver and you know Debo Samuel and Juwan Jennings did miss last game and so hopefully this buy you know makes has made them feel better and they should be good to go but you know if anything just in case you know Taji Sharp does have to end up playing um you know they'll just elevate him now Troy Fumagalli not really surprised because the Niners have, you know, a batch of tight ends right now. They have four guys. So I'm not really surprised that they ended up uh, releasing him. And, you know, knocking on wood, if anybody ends up getting hurt at the tight end position, I would expect that they bring him right back. But he's not He's not really needed right now. Mm-hmm. You said that they got four. They got four tight ends that they currently rotate. You go with George Kittle. I, I, this will be my order. Uh, I would. I'd love to know what your order of them would be, but it, it's going to be George Kittle. I would say if Tyler Croft is as healthy, Tyler Croft would be number two. I got Ross Dwelly at number three and Charlie Warner at number four. 
so it didn't really make sense to have another tight end on the practice squad. I, I don't see them dropping any one of those guys to the practice squad. So that means they're going to have – well, they have four tight ends on the roster, the active roster. That's going to be crazy. Um, is that your order of the four tight ends? So I actually probably have Ross Dwelly as my second guy just because he's the guy that's most familiar with this, you know, scheme. And he, he even got some playing time last week, or sorry, two weeks ago uh, before the bye week. Um, but, you know, Tyler Croft was in there too a little bit. Re- really, you saw all four tight ends mm-hmm. at a point. But just because Dwelly's the, the most familiar guy right after Kittle, I'd say he is the second. Okay. I, I And listen, I had, I had Ross the boss as my number two into the beginning of the season. And then, and it was Tyler Croft. Then Tyler Croft got injured. And then Ross DeVos got injured as well. Yeah. And so they were rocking a lot of Charlie Warner out there. And, and then they kind of like, you know, you saw, the only time you saw Ross Dwelly was like when they had 13 personnel. So like their goal line type mm-hmm. stuff when they had three tight ends out there. Uh, and then now that Croft is back, I think they were easing it back in. But I think Croft is makes a, is a good argument to be a number two, even though Ross Dwelly, they both had big catches. Uh, believe it or not, for uh, for passes, uh, wasn't it? Uh, it was not Troy Fulgali. It was Tyler Croft. Where was it? Trey Lance missed him wide open. I believe that was him down the field. So both of those guys can get open, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, and you also had Dwelly, who had a, I believe it was like fifty six. Yeah, now Dwelly had that fifty six yarder last yeah. last week from uh, well, two weeks ago from Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo in the Rams game. That was that was beautiful, beautiful. That's why I said. So you got two guys that literally don't demand. And they don't demand double coverage, and you know what I mean. But if if Jimmy can sell the bite, you know what I'm saying, like he did in that Rams game. If he can sell that bite that hard against other DBs, man, those those were good plays for those tight ends. And remember, Jimmy also missed Charlie Warner. Well, Charlie Warner dropped that pass. He didn't miss him. That was a drop. That's probably why he's ranked fourth on the depth chart. You know what I mean? But listen, Troy Fumugali uh, has been released. Uh, from the practice squad now uh two wide receivers three wide receivers possibly right you got tajay sharp you have um uh will need the fourth and what's the kid that they had last week that they brought up oh um um the rookie i know yes. exactly who sugar honey iced coffee <laughs> him that guy yep whatever that guy name is but sorry if we can't remember your name but that's him the wide receiver. You know what? I got the depth chart. Let me get the depth chart out. Oh, man. Tay Martin. Niner yes. Faithful. Damn it. You're right. Tay Martin. Niner Faithful. That's him. So he's probably, he got he went back down, I believe. Uh, Danny Gray still active. So the 49ers, they're going to have some wide receivers to choose from if need be. Like if need be, right? They'll have some guys. No. Uh, and Tajay could you know, depending on how well he practices, he can go out there and, uh, you know, try to move up a notch on a Tate Martin and a, and a Willie Sneed. You know what I mean? It all depends on how well he practices. All right. So that's the latest in 49ers roster moves. Let's get to the injury report because someone is already asking about George Kittle and let's go. I mean, uh, about Eric Armstead and let's go ahead and break this down. All right. So Eric Armstead uh, did an interview with Jennifer Lee Chan. It was a great read. If you guys didn't get a chance to check it out, make sure you guys go ahead and read it. Um, 
and he he mentioned that he had a hairline fracture in the same foot of the plantar's fasciitis. Now, remember, Kyle Shanahan months ago did not know what the the, the injury was. He mm-hmm. said he would let you he would let Eric Armstead tell you. Remember, he said something like that. Yep. Uh, a hairline fracture, which is going to take several weeks to heal. Now, according to Eric Armstead, it's healed. So. Do you think he's going to play? He didn't practice yesterday. You think he'll be able to be able to go on Sunday media? What do you think? I, I It's like 50-50 because I know right before the bye week, he had a chance to play the rest mm, of the Rams because the Niners felt pretty optimistic. So good point. Did he maybe have like a minor setback or something? And my thing is, yeah, he, he might be feeling fine right now because he's not playing but I feel like when he actually goes on the field and plays, it might bother him. And I, I think it could be a lingering thing that goes on throughout the season. So they're going to have to manage it pretty well, I'd say. And so I do feel a little bit worried about it just because could he injure it again? Because, you know, he did have an injury early on in the season and then he came back and then he went out again. So. That's just what I'm a little concerned about is, you know, like he could re-injure, I feel like, pretty easily. So as long as the Niners are managing it, I think, fairly well. I I couldn't agree more. Uh, But he he went out and said in the interview that it, it all comes down to his pain tolerance. You know, he says if he can get out there and step on the field and not feel the pain, I think personally the hairline fracture was causing more pain than the plantar's fasciitis. Cause I was explaining to uh, someone yesterday on the show. I don't know if it was a nitty gritty or the morning show. I can't remember which one it was, but I was saying like how I, I have plantar's fasciitis. And so it only hurts when I'm not active, super weird. Like that's when you feel the pain the most. But now that we know he had a hairline fracture, which ladies and gentlemen, is simply a small crack or a bruise within the bone, right? So it's within the bone. It says athletes are prone to this, according to Google, athletes are prone to these injuries. Um, often running or jumping could result in a hairline fracture in foot bones, uh, including the heel, ankle, or bones at the top of the foot. And so if he took the right time, the amount of time to allow this particular type of injury to heal, I think he's going to suit up. You know what I'm saying? I, I think he I think he suits up and gets some minimal reps out there. I, I truly do. I, like and and you know what? 49ers need him out there. They do. They they need him. And, and remember, he has to get back into football shape. So playing against the Chargers, in my opinion, weaker offensive line. Uh I'm not saying they're not good. But they have a lot of injuries as well. And so this might be the week he can try to get back into football shape because after that, you're headed to Mexico, okay? And then you got tough, tough games. Even though it seems easy, it's just some tough games that the 49ers have to continue to you know be on stride. So mm-hmm. I would like him to get acclimated in this game if, quote-unquote, he's good to go, if he's good to go. All right. So that's, you know, that's the latest on Eric Armstead, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he did not practice yesterday. And I'm going to tell you right now, 49er media and I will probably touch and agree on this. If he doesn't practice, I would say by 
tomorrow, he won't yeah. play. Yeah, that, that's why I'm like, it's kind of 50-50, because until I, I kind of see what, if he's practicing, you know, today or at least by tomorrow, then I, I feel like I can make a little bit better of an assessment if he will 100%. have a chance to play or not. 100%. 100%. And I see a lot of people say he's out there rehabbing and stuff like that, which is good, uh, you know. Um, now here is the latest, uh, when it comes, speaking of injuries, uh, the 49ers opened the practice window. Okay. For these three players. Uh, and let's talk about them. All right. Oh, my bad. Nope. I did it right. So you got, uh, 49ers open the practice window. They have up to three weeks to activate these three players off the IR. Technically they're still kind of like on it. Mm -hmm. Right. But they have to be activated to the active roster in three weeks, or I think they get put to the season ending IR, like something like that. I can't remember. I believe so, yeah. All right. So here we go. Let's talk about Elijah Mitchell. Let's start with him. Uh, Elijah Mitchell was out there at practice yesterday. Matter of fact, I think all three of these players were at practice yesterday. It was a light practice yesterday. Uh, we can do a better assessment today. Today's probably going to be more of a full practice. Yep. Uh, but Elijah Mitchell, man, like, what are your thoughts on him? Uh, coming back and what can he add we already know what he was will he be the same will he be better or will he diminish just a little bit what are your thoughts on that I mean now that you have CMC like I think health wise it's going to help both of those guys Mitchell and Christian McCaffrey um, but in terms of how he plays I, I think you know because it has been a while since he's actually I think it will take him a little bit of time, um, but, you know, he, he's been a great running back. And, I, you know, the, I'm really excited for the one-two punch of Mitchell and uh, CMC. And so, you know, I think he's probably going to be rotated in. Uh, I'm sure they'll probably kind of slowly put him in as well. So, you know, I, I think he'll get a good amount of carries. It's just I think they're going to be a little bit cautious with him. Really? Yeah, I I I gotta I I beg to differ. I do. Uh, thank you, Niner Faithful. There's no practice today, uh, but there will be practice tomorrow. So today's an off day. So they had light practice yesterday. Today's an off day, and then uh, there'll be full practice tomorrow. Thank you. I beg to differ, bro. I think that I, I think he starts. I think Elijah Mitchell starts along with Christian McCaffrey and Juice. I think for the first time you see 31 personnel out of this offense. I can see Elijah Mitchell in the backfield. I can see CMC split out in the slot or motions out to, to the wide out. I, you just have one receiver on the field at that time. In my opinion, it should be like a Brandon Ayuk over Debo Samuel, but it could be a Debo Samuel. You won't know what you're going to get hit with. And, and, and how cool would it be? To trick, to trick the uh the, the team's defense with all these different gadget guys. And all Jimmy got to do is give him the ball. It's just me thinking crazy, but there's a possibility. Now I think he I think he starts and he and he starts off hot. And the only reason why he got injured in the first place was because he got knee took a knee to the helmet. But it's football. Yeah. Football. You know, so I could see him starting. You know, bring three running backs out there. Put Debo on the field as that one wide receiver and George Kittle. That's your five. That'll be yep. that's a crazy look because Christian McCaffrey can catch, Elijah Mitchell can catch, Debo Samuel 
catch is probably the least out of all of them. No, sorry, I'm not taking a shot at him. It's just what he does, right? George Kittle can catch, right? And who am I missing? And Kyle Juszczyk. Nope. I don't know. I, I, that's just, I just, I just think, I think it could be a crazy look. Now, I, I think he plays. I don't know if they ease him in. Uh, I don't know. He's a running back. So he's got to get out there. He's got to get just kind of. What do you mean by easing him in, though? Like just giving him limited carries because he's going to get banged up. Yeah. Like I, I think that it could be a little bit of a limited carries now just because they just opened the practice window for him. So. He said he's playing on Sunday, though. He came out. Was that him or Aziz, though? Because I know Aziz. Nah, he he told Matt Mayoko that he expects to play on Sunday before the bye week. Well, during the bye week. Like, right as we were entering the bye week, that's what he told Matt Mayoko. Aziz yesterday told Matt Mayoko the same thing, though. I mean, I I think that it's just – they're gonna probably, I would think, split the carries. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. I'm just saying, I wouldn't be surprised if he started at tailback and they gave the defenses a different look. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With three running backs out there. Yeah, you know, like I, I don't. Maybe, maybe he'll get kind of like a full load. I'm not really sure. Like, obviously, I'm, I'm sure he's gonna be staying in shape and stuff when he's rehabbing 100%, but I don't know. It's I wouldn't be surprised if he, he gets a lot of playing time because that's just, to me, that kind of seems like what Kyle could do, so. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, I, I, I a lot of us want the players coming back to get limited snaps, and I get it because you want to reserve them and make sure that they, they remain somewhat healthy or whatnot throughout the season, and that's fine and dandy. But uh, this kid's a this kid's a bull, man. Let that kid go out there and play football, man. Put no limitations on him. As far as his plays, I think you're 100 percent correct. I think they split down the middle. I think they kind of split up the runs. You guys also want to sustain Christian McCaffrey, uh, and so why not split these guys? I, I do you let me ask you this question: Do you think we see more than two running backs in this game? No. Hmm. I don't think so. Okay. I'm with you. So no Jordan Mason and no TDP. Nope. Okay. I could dig it. Uh, Nigel Crane says, how is Juice injury? Is he fully healed now? Well, he fully practiced yesterday. Uh, like, he was practicing. Oh, matter of fact, there was, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. And there, there was the video of Kittle and him hanging out during the bye. Like, he, he didn't Bro. have anything. <laughs> Were that was that them dump jumping into the ocean, the freezing water? What in the hell is wrong with them, man? They want to take an ice bath, fill the tub up with some ice, get in the ice bath. I'm curious to know if there were sharks in that water. I'm I don't know. I don't do sharks. I do baby sharks. I don't even do baby sharks. Them junks bite too. So I, I don't know. You know, uh, it, I did see them out here. <laughs> Having a great time. I love the fact that they were enjoying their off uh, off week in the NFL. He said they were in Lake Tahoe. Yep. It was freezing cold. It was freezing cold. I, that's all I know. Hey, ocean, lake, it was mother freaking water. And it was <laughs> ice cold. That I do know. <laughs> <laughs> Symmetry says Jordan Mason to the practice squad. Ah, 
I'm gonna uh, let you talk about this one, dog. No, I, I don't see that happening. Like, I feel like if they would have done that, like it would have already happened. Mm. So I, I don't think it's. No one's seen much of Jordan Mason, right? Yeah. Who, like, if if they if the 49ers were to waive or cut Mason, mm-hmm. what team do you think? And they would have to waive him. So, what team do you think would try to scoop him up? The 49ers made it clear they put out zero film. They got there's one NFL play that he actually ran. Now he was in on more than one play. Yeah. But there was one play that he actually ran and got seven yards. What team? Ah, I want to know what team you think, but I'm going to post some of the teams up here. All right, so Michael Hurd saying the Rams. <laughs> the Bills. If Miami take another 49ers running back, uh, the Dolphins, the Ravens. What team? Maybe the Broncos? The Broncos? Didn't they get a running back? Didn't they? Didn't they they just... did sign um, what's his face? Oh, Marlon Mack. Oh, they did sign Marlon. Okay, but I mean, yeah, Bills. The Bills need a running back. Uh, Dunn did it. Says Rams, Bills, Broncos. Uh, ooh, wait, Lake City. Who did the Jets? Oh no, the Jets got James Robinson. See, I was thinking about saying the Jets, but then I was like, they have. Michael Carter, they have James Robinson. James Robinson, yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't I think the Seahawks are sold at running back though, Ty. I think they're sold. I like Kenneth Walker. I, I think he's gonna be a problem in yeah. the NFL. The Bills got Hines, Naheem Hines. That's true. They did, they did. Listen, I don't know, but Symmetry posed a great thought. Is it a possibility that he can make the practice squad? And the reason why I asked that was because he hasn't put out much film. So there might not be a team that might be in on him. So there's a possibility he clears waivers and he goes to the PS. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I I could see it. I I think the kind of funny thing is I think the reason they didn't waive him at the beginning was because they knew Seattle might scoop him up because they they had all the like injuries, the injuries with, you know, uh, all their running backs. So, hey, they even had a running back retire. So, uh, all right. I, I guess there is probably a higher chance he would, you know, clear waivers now. Um, but I, I just don't see the Niners. See, this is what I'm getting it. right here, Sim. He hasn't done anything. We haven't seen him pass protect. All we've seen him do. You know what he reminds me of? And 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 it's hard to, to say that this is his comparison, but in my opinion, know who who I would compare him to be another type of like James Robinson, a hard runner, hard to bring down, and James Robinson is obviously a lot more developed than Jordan Mason, but I feel like that's what the 49ers would get in him more than what they would probably get out of TDP. TDP is a little different, plus he was a draft pick, so you're definitely not gonna wave him. No. Um. But so that's a good question. I, I I think James Robinson makes a that would be my comp for what Jordan Mason can be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. What's going on, fam? Up uh, the email is still the same. I sent you an email. Uh, actually. Uh, so go ahead and check your email, and you should get, you should have received an email from me. All right. I appreciate you. Thanks for joining the stream. It's clothing. He's got tons of clothing that they're releasing. 
uh, with his clothing line. Uh, I want to make sure I say your name. Myzael Cal L. Peterson. I hope I said that right. Khalil. I think that's what that is. Khalil Peterson. All right. Uh, clothing line is coming out. Hopefully, I'll be getting a couple of pieces to rock so you guys can see uh, what the clothing line looks like. We're, we're, we're doing something behind the scenes, so make sure you guys check that out. All right. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, for some reason, they're not letting go Jordan Mason. And I, I don't think I would because the 49ers, what, have four running backs now? Mm, yes. Okay, so I think you gotta keep him on the active. You don't. You gotta keep him on the fifty-three, but he can still be inactive. Yep. Yeah, I think that's what they're gonna have to do. You know what I mean? Um, I, I would not let him go only because of the type of running backs that we have. Exactly. And yeah. And you don't have Jeff Wilson Jr. anymore either. So right. So he's kind of like your insurance plan B policy. I, I think he could be like a younger Jeff Wilson Jr. Okay. All right. Jeff Wilson Jr. fumbled a lot, though. Without the fumbles. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that is too funny. Um, all right. <laughs> Let's get to the next part of the segment of the show. We're going to talk about these power rankings. Now, the 49ers, according to Bleacher Report, they're in the top 10, and they're ranked number 10. So what I'm going to do is rank the teams in front. Now, the 49ers had their bye week, all right? So the number, uh, the number nine team is the New York Football Giants. They're at six and two. All right. The number eight team is the Seattle Seahawks, who are at six and three. The Baltimore Ravens, six and three. They're at seven. The Miami Dolphins, six and three. They're at six. The Dallas Cowboys, six and two. They're at five. The Buffalo Bills are at four. The Minnesota Vikings are seven and mother one. Wow. Wow. They're at three. Kansas City Chiefs. Now, how the hell are the Vikings at seven and one, three? And the, this is what be they be cheating. And the Kansas City Chiefs are at the number two, sitting at six and two. Man, get the freak out of here. And then the Philadelphia Eagles are clearly number one. Now, let me read you. I, I, I do you agree that all these teams that I read, the, the nine teams before, are mm-hmm. should be ranked higher than the 49ers? I agree with that. Does everybody? Oh, yeah, 100%. I don't want to hear this Mahomes crap, Eddie G. I don't care. They are six and two, and Kirk Cousins is seven and one. Patrick, let me say it again. Patrick Mahomes is six and two, and Kirk Cousins is seven and one. That's some disrespect. That's some disrespect. All right, let me go and tell me I'm going to read you the next four teams. All right, so let me get you the next four teams. So. Behind the Niners are the Jets at six and three. So there's a four and four team in front of a six and three team. So I might have to pump my brakes just a little bit. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals are 12. The Tennessee Titans are at five and three. They're 13. The Chargers are 14 at five and three. And the Buccaneers at four and five are 15. Do you believe that the 49ers should be ahead of those four teams? The Bucks. The Chargers, the Titans, the Bengals, and the six and three football Jets. What in the heck? 
I think the Jets should be higher because they just beat the Buffalo Bills. Hey, like so what I, is going on here? So that, that's the only one that I'm like, that's a little low to me. I, but so you think they should even be hot? So the 49ers clearly shouldn't be in the top ten. Well, I, I think they should be like the Jets should be higher than some of those other teams that were right. Named. But then who but you just told me you agreed that the teams, the nine teams before the Niners at 10 should mm. be there. So if you're gonna put the Jets in there, the 49ers are now out of the top 10. See, I think the I, Jets should be 10 and the Niners should be eleven. I'm just gonna yeah, keep them. Yeah, because like I know the, the Niners have been going on an upward trend especially offensively but no disrespect it's just we they, they got to be consistent and i feel like these other teams have been pretty consistent and so eh. I, the 49ers are the most inconsistent team on this list they yeah. win they lose they lose they win 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 lose that's inconsistency they gotta they gotta figure it out now i don't know the criteria for bleacher reports rankings 49er jeff <clears throat> if you know, I, I I don't work for them. I'm I'm currently applying, and then maybe I can learn the criteria. Uh, but look, the 49ers. I tell you what, the 49ers beat the Chargers. It doesn't necessarily will bump them up if they got the Chargers ranked 14th. Now, if the Chargers beat the 49ers, it'll bump the Chargers up and the 49ers back at four and five which I still think the 49ers may still remain a top 15 team. But right behind the Bucks, bro, is the is the Patriots who are sitting at five and four. This is this is good. This is this is good to know that the 49ers at four and four, because we talk about this team gets zero love, zero respect. And here they are sitting at 500. Right. Sitting at 500. And they're in the top 10 of the Bleacher Report's power rankings. Yeah, like I, I think honestly, I think the Bucks should be lower because they're just not looking good. But I, I'm not like shocked by uh, you know, the the rankings with the Niners. I, I think it's a fair assessment and a fair ranking for where the Niners okay. are at. All right, I could dig it. I could dig it. I think I think it's fair. I, I, after seeing the Jets at six and three. After they just beat the Buffalo Bills, a team that the 49ers couldn't beat, even though we didn't play them this year, I think I'm with you. The Bills should be – I mean, the Jets should be higher, which makes the 49ers automatically go to 11. So if you're going to put the Jets in the top 10 and move some of those other teams around, I'm cool with it. But I think the 49ers would be bumped out of the top 10. It's just unfortunate. you know. I don't know what the Bleacher Report criteria is. And it's all love, you know what I'm saying? I just don't know. But they, they go Marcus. Hard. What happened? What he says say? somebody at Bleacher Report is important. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, Tara Dome says, add up the records of all the teams we beat. It's got to be lower than 500. Got you. All right. I, I see you. I, hey, I, if, that's, if that's what it is, that's what it is. All right, guys, we got two more things we're going to get to today's show, right? Uh, well, three more things because we got well, four more things because we got to do the poll question and the QA at the end of the show. Uh, but the one thing that we're going to do now, 
uh, 49er media is going to have to, we, we, we did mid season report grades for players. All right. Now below, I didn't put the players names, but these are the positions. All right. So you got your quarterback, your running back, you got a fullback, two wide receivers. Uh, basically it's 11 personnel on offense. And then it's your base defense, current base defense too. We're not going to grade the guys that are injured and haven't played. So current base defense. So I'm going to read out the name. I want you um, to give it a grade, and I'm going to tell you if you matched my grade. And uh, we'll do we'll do like a contest or something like you know. If you the more you get right, I'll I'll do something for your channel. Uh, whatever it is I got to do, I'll do something for your for your stream. All right. Um, okay. Let's say you got to get there's there's 22, so you got to you got to score at least a C. On this exam, all right, all right, at least a C. So, what's the math? How many you gotta get right? 16? 16. I don't know. Shoot, you in school? I ain't in school. <laughs> um, let me get this calculator out. Hold on. You 16. said there's 22? It's, tw- it's 22 positions. Yeah, 16. Yep, so you gotta get 16 right. Look at me with the quick math. Let's go, Breezy. Let's go. I was guessing like a mug, too. All right, you ready? Now, yes, we're going to see if anybody out there can get some of these right, all right? <laughs> all right, uh, quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, you guys can post your stuff inside the chat. And, Ansel, you're on You're you're on the call. Are you Are you counting, like, are you also doing, like, plus minuses? Or yes. Or are you just, okay, okay. Pluses and minuses. I'm glad, that's a good question, bro. Wait, <laughs> that's a great question. I am. I'm doing pluses and minuses. Right. So what's your grade for Jimmy Garoppolo? I'm going to tell you if if I agree, if it if it matches mine. B minus. Ooh. You know what? I don't have the wrong. I don't have the buzzard sound for wrong. Hold on, let me get that out. Uh, but you were close. You were super close. Hold on, I got to get this buzzard sound. Where you at? Uh, wrong answer. Did you hear that? Nope. You didn't hear the buzzard? Nope. Wait, are you got, do you hear this? No. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, you heard that. All right. So let me get the buzzard going. All right. So you got one wrong so far. Uh, Some of them out there are guessing my grade. I'm not going to tell you which ones is right. All right. Um, some of you guys are guessing. I'm sorry if I'm I'm from I'm from stuck on this. My bad. Uh Tira Dome's giving him a C. Uh West Coast Kings gave him a B minus 49er Jeff C plus VZ408 a C. Jimmy uh Nigel Crane gave him a B. Uh Paul gave him a B minus. Symmetry gave him a B minus. Team Cali C, Sacktown C, Collie C plus. Uh, Niner Faithful with a B, Avatar C, Scott Hill B. Shout out to Scott Hill. Uh, he's a, a legend Patreon member, man. Shout out to you, bro. Uh, C minus B minus James Carapolo, a C minus. That is harsh. Peachy gave him a C plus. <laughs> Big Raw gave him a C. Stephen Fox gave him an A for what Ooh. effort. Um, you got Timmy with a C. My man Marcus Z plus. Damn, they still coming in. I'm starting to see. I see a D. Who the Lewis? Lewis White, because that's what your name means. What in the hell? How does he get a D? 
come on, man. I'm all about Trey Lance, but Jimmy Garoppolo ain't played. He played D football for one game. D minus football at that for one game, just one game. You got to average all the games, man. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> C plus. C, Chrissy with the B. All right, that's it for damn it for Jimmy Garoppolo. Whoever guessed B got it right. So ding, ding to everybody out there who guessed B. That was my grade for Jimmy Garoppolo. Listen, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is, 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 is rising. Right. I think I think his play is elevating uh, to a different level. I don't want to say a new level, but definitely a different level from what we've seen. And it could be from some of the key additions that they're adding. We're seeing Jimmy Garoppolo go out there and be a little bit more comfortable. Now, I know you only saw it for one game, but don't forget, he put up points in the Kansas City Chiefs game. And it wasn't until it got to the fourth quarter again to when it all hit the fan. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, that's where I'm going. What did I say that was pause worthy, guys? I'm I'm just curious. I'm just curious. What did I say? What did I need to say pause for? You guys be on it. You guys really be on it 100%. All right. Uh, starting running back. We got to go with Christian McCaffrey. He's the guy. Uh, Christian <sighs> McCaffrey's out there. Now, hold on, because I, I got to go through some of these real quick. You know what? Give me a second. I got to hook up the mixer, because that's what's probably wrong right now my mixer's not hooked up you can go ahead and start thinking of what your grade is going to be for uh christian mccaffrey you could talk talk a little bit about christian mccaffrey while i get this set up so christian mccaffrey i mean he's definitely elevated this 49ers offense if you look the the 49ers offense is trending upwards which is really really good to see and cmc's been a huge part of that i mean i think even in that kansas city chiefs game he was you know, just the fact that he was present and the Niners got a new wide back, you know, the team was excited for him. And so he, he played pretty well still in that game. And then obviously in the Rams game, man, he was just phenomenal, you know, triple crown. First guy to do it since LaDainian Thompson back in 2005. And so I'm thinking, Wayne, you're probably going with the name minus, and the reason I think that is because of the fumbling. Mm, you are really, really good, my <laughs> friend. But let's see what they guessed out there. I don't want to reveal the right answer as of yet. Uh, but I tell you what, I will I will do this. Did you hear that? Yes. You were wrong. I did not give him an A minus. All right. I did not give him an A minus. Let's see what they're saying out there in the chat, though. Uh, Let's see what you guys got. Uh, This Debbie says, hey, man, let me let me start at the beginning. Where we at? Where we at? All right. So Paul started with an A plus team. Kelly, A plus Tara Dome, A, VZ, A, A minus for Nigel, 49er Jeff. Uh, a Chrissy, a avatar, a Scott Hill, a shout out to Miss Debbie, too. She's also a legend tier uh Patreon member, as well as John V. Appreciate you guys. Um, Tear Dome is like uh, he says, like a shot of people. Symmetry says a plus. Uh, first full game, uh, definitely a plus, a a minus, uh, a minus. All right, an a from Ty. Uh, Kali says incomplete. Now, see, see how different he is. That's different. I said, Great in the mother sucker. He's like, Nah, I can't. Come on, Cal. Incomplete. 
I am mad at you, Miss Debbie, again. She says an A minus due to a couple of drop passes. Uh, really wasn't faulting for drop passes, more for the fumbles, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Symmetry said he fumbled once. He did. Miss Miss Debbie is right. One of those passes that looked like a fumble was a drop pass. All right. Uh, Niner faithful A minus. He can still get better. I like that. Uh, woke Niner recaps A. Mark A minus. Peachy A. Ha um, did I say A? A minus. Uh, A A. Trick question A. Who cares, Lewis? I listen. If Lewis is your teacher, man, good luck. You thought I look good, freaking luck. All I'm gonna say, God dang, he gave Jimmy Garoppolo a D, and then he ended up giving my man. <laughs> he gave Christian McCaffrey a B. Good God, I have to leave this one up here. But the correct answer is, I gave Christian McCaffrey. An A. I gave him an A. All right. He would have had an A plus. Uh, but due to the fumble, like I had to, I, you know, and, and I know in that one particular game, he I gave him an A minus for the running backs game, but he played really well, in my opinion, against the Chiefs game and the Chiefs game as well. Look, I gave him an A. So that's where he is. And I still think he has room to improve. So if you guys guessed A, you guys got it right. But uh, 49er Media is over two right now. We got 20 more to go. Let's speed this up. I'm leaving that one on there, man. Uh, Kyle Juszczyk, fullback. <laughs> oh, God damn. <sighs> now that, oh, Callie said incomplete for CMC. To me, that's incomplete. But we played just about every game except one, man. Yeah, but he isn't like besides you know, I know he's a great run blocker and everything, but we haven't seen him a ton in the passing game, so it's, it's it doesn't just, matter if you've seen him a ton or not. Tough. He, I don't know does what he to produce do. when you see him is the question. And so what grade do you give him? And I'll tell you if it's if it's with minor or not. I see you guys out there. While he's guessing, I'll try to post some of your uh your answers. Hmm. See a lot of A's. C plus? Really? Hmm. I, I don't know. Like, I, I really don't know what I'd grade choose just because. Okay. I feel just like give I'm him a grade. grade. What would you give him? Might give him a B. All right, that's not my answer. All right, so so I gave I gave him an A. I gave him an A because he's when he's out there, his run blocking is superb. It's probably bar none, no pun intended. He does miss a couple of blocks here and there, but I think it's more like of a more of a miscommunication, especially in the past game. Run blocking, he's not missing in the past game. It's kind of like. You know, is this person supposed to pick up this guy? And he's usually to the right side, too. So, mm -hmm. it, all right. So, we, we do that. Um, but I gave him an A uh, because when he is throwing the ball, he does make spectacular plays. Even in the Chiefs game when he got injured on that third and long, man, if he ca he caught the ball well short of the yards, right, of the sticks, man. And then he made a play. And on that play, he got the first down and still broke the finger. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, so, I'm, I'm going to go with an A 
uh, overall for Juice. He had a bad game here and there, and it's all good. But I'm going overall A for Kyle Juszczyk. Uh All right, Debo Samuel. Ooh. You got to get one of these right, bro. I know. <laughs> Ooh. I I I'm gonna give him a C. Okay. And the reason is because he has not been that used enough in this offense. Like it's been the Brandon Ayuk show, I'd say. And then obviously when CMC, you know, got traded to this team, it's been Ayuk and him. So that that's why I'm thinking a C for Debo. This is fun, man. This is fun. Unfortunately, I gave Debo Samuel a B. Shout out to everybody that picked B out there. You guys are on point. Uh, but 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 49er Media, uh, for some reason, yeah, we're just not in sync. Uh, uh, but it's cool. Uh, you're going to get the next one right, I hope. Brandon Ayuk. Ooh, A. Okay, he got one right. Let's go. Let's go. Now, why'd you give him an A? Because he he's like, so the thing is, you know, he had Trey Lance at the start and unfortunately really for a game and a half. And so we all, you know, knew what he could be with Trey Lance because of what we heard and, you know, saw it during training camp. And so, you know, he, he like when Jimmy Garoppolo came in, like, you know, he he's taken some time to adjust with Garoppolo. But I, I, I think because of. And he, he's just been playing really, really well, especially these last few weeks, almost breaking 100 yards. Um, and, you know, he's just on the upward trend. So I don't see why you can't give him an A. Yeah, listen, he leads the team in yards, leads the team in touchdowns. He's just leading the team, leading the team in energy, leading the team in dog. He's just leading the team. I- yeah. Leading the team with less the, the least amount of drops. He's just leading the team. Hmm. That's why I gave him an A. Uh, I got it. We got to address this. My man Wayne. Okay. Lewis. So you 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 gave Brandon Ayuk an A plus. I gave him an A. No, I'm talking about Lewis in the chat. He he gave Oh, him oh, oh, oh. I didn't you gotta be specific. What are you talking about? I'm trying to address this right here because he said Debo was underperforming. You talking about Lewis, man. You gotta let me know so I can pull it up, man. Pause. Uh Lewis, where you at? Where's the comment at? I don't even see it. Find it. You talking about Blanco? Yeah. Blanco was on a whole different grading scale, man. He must be he must got that New York grading scale, bro. That's just a little different. Then Connecticut's listen. Wayne says Debo's underperforming. Game would be minus. You think Debo's underperforming, bro? Because I I don't get that. And I'll explain why. But I want to know what you think. I don't know if it's underperforming or it's just he's not getting the ball. I I think yes. it's more of that. Like, and and it's like and yeah, it's not maybe. His fault. Yeah, it's not his fault. And and the reason I'm giving I give him a C is it's just I'm disappointed. That he's and again, that's not on him. I understand that, but it's just it's disappointing to see that he's not being a huge part of this offense because we saw that last year. So 
Now you got some assessments out here. It says Debo runs poor routes. So we're gonna hold on to that, CJ Gray. John D says Debo's out of shape. I don't get that, but maybe you do. Uh he didn't look out of shape. First time week four when we played the Rams. I mean, that. he's been working in the offseason. Like I I get that he wasn't able to build chemistry with the Lance and yeah, things Lance like that. Lance not even playing. But Lance isn't playing, and so I don't know. May, maybe it is still. I would think Debo would have figured it out by now, though. Figured what out? Some, like if if it is something to do with just getting back on the field with the guys. Now, like I, I don't I don't get that because week four he gave us a performance. He gave us a Debo Samuel performance, uh, yeah. right? You got to look at the type of wide receiver that Debo Samuel is, and people don't want to accept the fact that he's a weapon opposed to just being a wide receiver. And so, um, you know, West Coast King says he got – Debo always leads the team in drops. He led the team in drops in college too. Kyle Shanahan – Even last year he, he was. Right, and yeah. even in the Senior Bowl, guess who led the wide receivers in drops in the Senior Bowl, which Kyle Shanahan was coaching – and this is why he drafted the kid, Debo Samuel. You know why he drafted Debo Samuel? Because he was a playmaker. It's like, oh, my gosh, when he gets yeah. the ball, it's totally different. They just got to get the ball. So um, Kenny says it best. Um, no. And this is what I like. Not just because I agree with it, but I feel like teams are more prepared for him, especially mm -hmm. in the run game, especially yeah. in the run game. Now, can Debo go out there and work out and be become a better route runner? Possibly. Possibly. I don't think that's his football persona. Um, he's more give me the ball and let me make a play guy. And 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 sometimes you know it works and sometimes it doesn't. Symmetry says it is his fault to an extent. He's not beating press as consistently as Ayuk and Jennings. Okay. This is him trying, this is him being able to get open. But I also see him get open a lot of times, though, Sim, and the ball don't be there. And then I also see him get open and the ball be high. Mm -hmm. And then when he does catch the when he does get open and the ball is there, it's a drop. So like, like it's 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 it could be his fault to an extent, but like, and I'm not blaming anybody else. Debo has to be better, but no one was complaining about Debo last year because he was mm -hmm. probably struggling the same way last year trying to get open. It's just that Kyle Shanahan got him the damn ball quick and let Debo make plays. That, that was the difference. That's what made Debo the Weapon X. He's not a route runner. He's not like Christian McCaffrey. He, he doesn't have those type of feet. He's a power guy. Give him the ball. He can win one. I tell you what, I think Debo can win one-on-one -on -one matchups. If Debo gets down the field and gets open, just throw the ball in his area, I guarantee you he'll go up and make a play. We've seen that. So that his rookie yeah. year. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, um, I, I think it is probably really just the the fact that defenses are better prepared for him. But I, I do agree with Symmetry saying like he's gotta yeah. he's gotta you you gotta work on your weaknesses. I don't think yeah, you can work like, on it though during the season. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Yeah, because it's like okay, now you see that defenses are better prepared for you. You gotta adjust and okay, maybe if there's something in your game that's you know, could bring it up so that you do get the ball more, you know, works on that. And like you said, you'd have to do that probably in the All right, so I'm going to make a quick amendment to, uh, and I got to pull up Sean's uh, com comment right here. It's not just that breezy. 
how this year so shows it's a, it's so much, right? It's so much. We used to be the Yak Kings, yep. and I don't see too many Yak plays being drawn up for a guy like Debo Samuel. And that goes to the coaching. Like, I'm telling you, it's different. And the moment you line up Debo Samuel in the backfield, teams got eight in the box. They already ready to jump on that. They, like, just jumping. Debo can't even get as fast and quick as Debo is. There's no lanes on the outside. That can't be his fault. It just can't be Debo's fault. So how about you just throw some screens? They ain't, they ain't, they, they off anyway. First of all, you don't throw a screen and press coverage. But if the guy, the DBs lined up off you five or 10 yards, you throw that mother sucker to him and you let Debo make a play, <laughs> you know, but, but, but that, that's, you know, everybody's right. We just all coming at it from a different angle. You know what I'm saying? And I love it. That's what makes us great. That's what makes us great. Sean, great comment. Um, all right, so we're going to make an amendment to this game because you're going to focus on the offense. I have a special guest tomorrow. He's going to focus on my defensive list. So you're going to finish out the offense. So it's going to only be out of 11. So right now you got one out of 11 correct. We're moving on to George Kittle. <laughs> what you got? Ooh. I know he missed a couple of games, but let's talk about George Kittle right now. Midseason grade. Hmm. I I would give him an A because it's kind of like Ayuk. He he's been trending upward these last few weeks. He had a touchdown these last two games as well. But what I think you're gonna grade him because A was what I I'm thinking he. Okay, so you're changing it up. What am I going to grade him? I think you're going to grade him a B. All right. All right. I can dig it. I actually gave him an A- minus, like my brother Paul, bro. Like George Kittle is still the GOAT. And if you give him the damn ball, he will show you why he's the greatest tight end in this game. Unfortunately, we need help on the right side. That's unfortunately. Yeah. And you got to use him. And, and, and the pass pro, he's got to go out there and chip a guy, help another guy, help another guy, try to get a pancake. He's in run blocking. And then when you, and then, then when you give him the ball, you expect him to run 80 yards. Listen, George Kittle is, is, <laughs> is one of the best tight ends that I've ever seen play this game. Unfortunately, he's not utilized like most tight ends are, right? Um, but that's what makes him even more great, you know? That's what makes him even more great. I didn't give him an A yet because he's still trending up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I think he finishes the season as an A+. plus. As long as he stays healthy, he finishes at an A+. plus. We're going to come back. We're going to do another show towards the end of, at the end of the year, you, and you're going to get to do these grades again, and we're going to try to, you know, see if they improved. All right. But I, I, I gave him an A minus. Shout out to everybody out there that gave him an A minus. Hey, Michael, do that average A plus, which is 100 plus an 80 divided by two. Don't you get a 90? A minus. <laughs> just curious, you know, just curious to see what you guys are thinking. All right. Let's keep it moving. We're going to the trenches. You ready? 
We got yes, left tackle Trent Williams. Ooh. I'm going to give him an A minus, and the reason is because he has struggled. You got it right. Let's go. Let's go. You got two out of 11 so far. It's terrible, but I'm happy you got it right. Go ahead and explain yourself, bro. I'm sorry. So the reason is because, and like he, he's been great. Obviously, he's a, the best left tackle in this game, but he has struggled a little bit. At times, especially when he did come off of that, uh, you know, high ankle sprain injury. And so, you know, I, I, there's nothing to be concerned about it because I, I think at the end of the season, he's going to be an A++++++ guy. But just because he struggled a little bit, that that's why I'm, I'm thinking an A-. minus. Did Sean give Trent Williams an F-? minus? He must be on a super lag. Sean, Sean did you did you like hang out with uh what's his name? I don't know. But, <laughs> oh, uh, the... Louis Blanco. <laughs> yeah. Yo, there are the, there are some there's there are I tell you, man. Wow. 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 We didn't even get to Aaron Banks yet. Um yeah, so right now you're rocking that in 18%. Let's see if you can get another one right, bro. You ready? Let's go to that left guard. Let's go to Aaron Banks, Banks of America. <laughs> what you got? A plus 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 plus. Really? Ah, okay. I didn't give him an A plus. What? I didn't. I gave him an A though. I gave him an A. Listen. He he misses some things too. Now he has not given up a sack this year, so that 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 stands for a round of applause right there. And the reason I'm giving him a plus is just because it's like the expectations. I know a lot of fans were like, "Oh, he's a bust. He didn't play," you know, the first year. And so I I think you know a lot of people were concerned about him. And so yeah, I know he struggled at times, but. He's been just so good. Like, I don't really losing Lake and Thompson. We haven't really missed a beat. So that's we have not skipped a beat. Oh my actually, I think we've gotten better. No. Sheesh. Sheesh. Listen, um he, there's some games he struggled. Uh Symmetry says week one he struggled uh early. Um, there's sometimes he's like missing blocks like he's not on the guy and he doesn't really know what to do there um you know but you got to get a hat on the guy uh but listen overall man i said that he's the best offensive lineman for the 49ers in 2022 so i'm gonna tell you right now he's got my highest grade at the a so you you, you take it how you want all right we're moving on uh jake brendel <sighs> jake brendel Ooh. I don't, I, ooh. He's, he's definitely struggled at times because he's had the penalties that have just notched, you know, big plays. For instance, in the Atlanta game, right? Jimmy Garoppolo found that you right near the sideline and then. Brendel end up, you know, having a penalty. Um, so he's 
he's getting killed with the penalties. So, you know, he, he is struggling because he, if he's holding, you know, that that's showing that he is struggling times. So, ooh, I'm going to say you're giving Brendel a C. Hey, let's go! Three out of 11. We're moving on up. Let's go. That's good. I did give him a C. I gave him a C because he was the weakest offensive lineman at, at, at one point. No. And then he played a couple of good games back to back. I'm like, wait a minute. Brendel leveling up. You know what I'm saying? So look, still got, he's still a work in progress. Don't get it twisted. No. Uh, but he's leveling up. And remember at the beginning of the season, I said, I, I, t- I tried to explain to everybody, don't worry about the offensive line. I get it. They didn't address the center. They didn't address such and such. But don't worry. You got to give them time to build continuity, right? And that's what yep. they're doing. And Jake Brindle has been out there every single game. And he's starting to get better. Now, he struggled in the beginning of the season with his snaps. He got two fumbles, I believe, just from yep. snaps, right? penalties, all that good stuff. Does he have brain farts? For sure. First year really playing center, like in a starting offense, right? So, uh, and the reason why I think they go with him is because he can probably just be better than any rookie at at this point. Unless it was a high draft pick rookie prospect that played center and only center, right? You know, where where did Cam Juergens go to? Because I haven't heard his name once. Damn. Damn. Well, we don't need to hear his name once. He is developing, and he will be there with Jalen Hurts. All right. Um, but listen, I gave him a C. Uh, he definitely has to learn, like, the protections and things like that. Mm-hmm. And and you know what would have been so good for Jake, man? If – and it's too late to do this now. But if he could have just got with Alex Mack. And just, like, learn the terminology, the languo, like, all of that type of stuff. That would have been super beneficial to him. One of the reasons why I think Aaron Banks is doing really well is because, A, he was able to sit a year, but he sat a year on the year Trent Williams was his, like, had his best year in football ever, right? Mm -hmm. And so he was able to pick the brain of Trent Williams, and now he just had to go out there and apply it. And I think Lick and Thompson, too, you know. Yeah, but Lakin was one leg in, one leg out. I don't think he was gonna try. I don't. I'm not saying this is that's his type of personality, but I don't think he really cared too much to try to help this kid because he was trying to get a contract. You know what I'm saying? And so, mm-hmm. um, I think it was really Trent Williams because, I, and the reason why I say that is because without Trent Williams, Lakin Tomlinson is not a Pro Bowler. No. You know what I'm saying? So he even elevated Lakin Tomlinson's play. Guys, we got two more pieces: Spencer Burford. The right side, the right guard. Let's go. All right. If I so you give an A minus to Banks, correct? I gave an A minus to Banks. What am I giving Spencer Burford? So I'm thinking you're probably giving Burford a B minus just because because he has struggled at times as well. Four out of eleven. You are almost at fifty percent. Like. You're almost at a higher F. All right, let's go. Like, tell us why uh, I gave Spencer Burford uh, a B minus. And what would you have given Spencer Burford? I I would have given him the same grade because the thing is, Burford, 
for what was he a fourth round pick i believe fourth round uh, pick bro yeah fourth and round he was pick. a left tackle on top of that yeah and so he went to a smaller school as well um UTS. and so burford's just been putting in the work i mean he's been really really good now i get that out it was aaron donald but he did also let aaron donald just go right past him um i feel like that was jake brindle's fault i really do I think it was a it was a, because it was a snap thing, right? So it Burford oh yeah okay thought it was on the two and it wasn't on it was on the one because Burford was delayed so the ball was hiding oh, yeah. Burford True. Just, just just waiting like what's going on At Burford open up your eyes maybe he maybe he plays with his eyes closed first of all I love Spencer Burford I mean just give it a buck Spencer Burford's one of my favorite players and shout out to Spencer Burford because he keeps it one hundred he's like super nitty gritty you know. Uh, and he's one of the only, like the players that definitely responds uh, to us out there when we're putting out media. He will respond. He will like it. He will take it. He will repost it. Spencer Burford, always continue to be you, bro. You're going to be famous. You're, you're already famous. You're already certified, verified, whatever. But continue to be the you, you that you are. Continue to shine. I think this kid is going to end up being an A-plus throughout his career, yo. He is rising. He is really yeah, rising. I mean, I, I think he's going to continue to learn from – those mistakes and i agree like he's gonna i think him and banks like we're gonna both going on upward uh symmetry we're gonna answer that question at the q a part because we're getting over our time but we're gonna answer that question at the q and during the q a so i'm gonna hold on to that all right bro um let's go oh this is what kenny had said on that assessment of that play we were talking about he said that was on jimmy because he never lift his leg and it caused the play clock was running down. See, remember mm. it was a play mismanagement. Yeah. yeah. So Jimmy, Jimmy sacked himself. Got everybody's got to be in sync. All right, we're gonna end this with the right tackle. This is the hardest grade to guess, honestly. All right, <laughs> like... I, I, and 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 I'm not giving you any hints. So I want I want you to think overall. About Mike McGlinchey. That's the only hint you're going to get from me. Uh, Mike McGlinchey grades ready, set, go. They're going to start flying up there in the chat, and here they come. All right, so we got a D. Uh, we got an S for that. <laughs> we got a we got a C. Got one C. Lewis, Lewis, Lewis. Lewis I got one grade right. We got a P for practice squad. <laughs> D plus. C. Um, D minus. C minus. D minus D D pause D minus D pause guys you can say the letter motherfucking D y'all you ain't saying that you I need this D pause you saying it's a D um I I just don't know because it's make trash F, <laughs> F plus C you minus. all say F plus but bro there's no F minus or F plus. There's no <laughs> such thing. PG gave him an F minus, 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 minus. <laughs> Come on. Man. That's just a zero, PG. Just, it's, just, it's a zero. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all crazy. Come on, man. What you got? What you think I got? What you got? First, tell us what you got. Ooh, I'm, I'm giving him a D because... And I've always, I've been a big Mike McGlinchey fan and supporter, 
but it's just I think because of the, the injury from last year and then the some of the setbacks he's had, he just hasn't looked, you know, great. And I, I thought last year, you know, before he was hurt, he was gonna, I think, fun. have his best season. And unfortunately, he got hurt, and I think that's affected him, you know, now as well. So he's definitely struggled, and so that's why I'm giving him a a D, um, especially in pass protection. Okay. Um. But, Go ahead. What do you think I'm going to give him? C minus. Get the front door <laughs> out of here. How did you know? Okay, because the thing is, I had to start thinking about it. I was like, okay, Breezy's a guy who watches the film. And so he can he sees... What goes wrong and what goes right? Nah. Wow. I gave him a C minus. I gave him a C minus. His run blocking is fucking superb, yo. <laughs> like, I just run to his side. Like, that's it. Run it. Run it. Run it. That's it. That's all you gotta do. Just run it. Um, but you know, you you I was with you, Paul. Um, wow. I'm not like I like literally I gave him a C minus. I'm looking at my Microsoft Word document right here. It says C minus. I would show it to y'all, but it's got the defensive grades up here. Wow. All right. Listen, look, run blocking is an A, in my opinion. Pass protection is probably a, 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 a D. And, and so average the two out. Do 95 plus 65 divided by two. Tell me what you get. Eighty. Oh hell no, he ain't getting no goddamn eighty though. Oh no, hell nah. That, 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 that. Do ninety, do ninety-five plus forty-five, and tell me what you get. <laughs> Seventy. Hell, there we go. Let's go, Breezy. Look, I gave, I gave him. <laughs> yo this show is ridiculously funny bro oh my gosh listen 95 blocking run pass blocking 45 easy easy that's why i gave him a 70 you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. and look is he gonna get better in pass protection hell no it's not gonna not. happen not. ever not, if even if he gets a hundred percent healthy he may be able to go up highest 65 in pass, bro. Mm -hmm. But the thing you love about him is in run blocking, he's dominant. And that's what makes it a hard decision. Pause. And God now damn it, Tony. You, you keep attacking Mike McGlinchey's numbers. Listen, listen. <laughs> he says he shouldn't be wearing 60. Y'all crazy. All right, I'm going to go backwards <clears throat> with some of these. we got three questions I want to get to. Symmetry says, should Burford be in at right tackle and Brunskill at right guard? And I know we're seeing um, we're seeing the struggles with Mike McGlinchey, especially in pass protection. Um, I, I would say this would be for next year. Um, yeah. Go ahead. And so the, the thing is, because Burford's a rookie, I don't think you want to mess around with what he's doing right now 
which yeah, is he's, he's playing pretty well at right guard. And so I, I don't think you want to do that. And Brunskill is experienced enough at right tackle. So, like, if McGlinchey is struggling and Kyle does decide to bench him, I'd, I'd put Brunskill there um, because at least he's he's more experienced. He's the vet. I, I wouldn't mess with Burford right now. Yeah, I you, you like you said it best. I don't even need to co-sign it. Oh, I can't co-sign it. I don't have to add anything to it. You said it. You said it best. Um, and so Sam, I'm I'm thinking this is more like a next year plan. Uh, I'm not sure even if they bring Brunskill back. You might see Nick Zakiel out there at the right guard. They have people that they're developing, but I think this Zakiel though could be developing for center. He could, and he could be developing for center as well, though. But he was drafted as a guard. Just want to put that out there. Uh, but he could be developing as a center, just like they developed Colton McKivitz as a swing tackle, even mm. though he was drafted as a guard. So you know what the 49ers are doing. Uh, um, and so, Sam, I'm going to go with next year uh, on that particular question. That was a great question. Um, I got, I'm going to go with this one first. It was at the very beginning of the show, <clears throat> and it will end if they're still watching on Facebook. We'll end with this last question. Um, dang, my watch just told me it was election day. Duh. Uh, Kali says, Wayne, do you think Kalia Davis could come back this season? So he's on the NFI. Yeah. Now, he can be removed, but then he would have to get placed on the active roster. I, I, he looked good. Like, he was out there. Um, yeah, all we saw him do was the ladders. Yeah. But his feet look good. God dang it. His feet look good. I'm going a, I'm to a tell y'all something. I like Kalia Davis too, but I hope he's not watching. But I don't even think he was injured. <laughs> 49ers be doing some crazy George Jetson stuff. And so they were able to stash him. They might get a fresh. Well, didn't he have an ACL injury like in college? Bro, I don't think he was. I'm saying when he got to the NFL, oh, because, okay. they, because he got injured in college, the 49ers was like, oh, we can put him on the NFI. We even got to put him on the IR because he got hurt not playing professional football. So this is another way to stash another player. So it's like they got money in the bag. No. That's what I'm thinking. I know that's my conspiracies and it's crazy. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, but listen, listen, he could if he gets promoted, if he gets taken off the NFI list and then he's able to be on this active roster, I think he beats out. Kevin Givens. The th- I I don't see him playing this season because okay. the the thing is because we we obviously saw the video of him right on Friday I believe it was on that he posted on his story and so the thing is we don't really know the update either because how how really is he in shape and it's just because he's a rookie too. Plus, he has to learn all that stuff, all that. I don't know how much he would have to learn. Just you, you got you got one job. You fill the A gap or the B gap, depending on which side you line up, and you allow your, your linebackers to come in here and tackle. And he looks, to me, more like a pass rushing DT, sort of like Kevin Givens. Like, he, he, he looks like he's a pass rushing uh, DT. I tell you what, though, the kid looked like he uh, – like. It looks like he's when he does get activated at whatever point that is in his career, he gonna be something special. What the, he may just be the steal in the draft. 
I mean, I, I think he's going to be a, a red shirt guy. I, I don't see him playing this year. And I know after the draft, it, it was either John Lynch or Adam Peters, but they compared him to DJ Jones. Ah, I remember that. Good, good memory. Now that you brought that up, I remember that. That's a good memory. Kid plays with a high motor, and that's what you want from him. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, that's what you want from him. So you're probably right. And he might, he won't play this year. But the next year might even be a red shirt because they'll probably try to bring back Maurice Hurst. They are cracking up in that chat. I'm telling you right now. Team Caliber. No, they're crazy. Um, <laughs> my link. Could use my Can he shoot? Yeah, y'all need a shooter. Can he shoot? Let's find out. I mean, shoot basketball shots, too. Shoot basketball shots. They gotta we, talk, we just switched to the basketball real quick. All right, man. Listen, that was a fun exercise, but we got to get to this last question. Um uh from Feige. All right. Of course, of course. I'd save the best for last because I'm not gonna talk about this. This is your take. You got 30 seconds. Ready, set, hit it. No. Well, okay, let me actually go back before I completely say. So, the thing is, I don't know. Like, I think the Niners are going to have interest, but I don't really know if OBJ will have interest. And the reason is just because it seems like he wants a bigger role. Um, And so I, I think, you know, some of those other teams maybe have a better you know, he could be the number two guy because right now the, the Niners, he'd be like the number four guy because you have Debo, you have Ayuk, you have Kittle. Um, So I, I don't know if he'd... Hold up. There's no way OBJ would be number four on this roster, bro. He, I think he'd be three or four. I, I don't see him being one or two. I, and I get what you're saying because no, you, you didn't mention another wide receiver. You mentioned George Kittle. But if the 49ers are looking to use George Kittle because they need a crutch on that right side of that line, that means diminished work for Kittle. You bring another weapon in here like OBJ. These motherfuckers are talking basketball right now. You bring another weapon in here like OBJ. That, all right. You said no. Uh, and we're going to leave it at that. You know, we're going to leave it at that. Uh, I, I don't get why people would say no. Even for your reason, it's not enough for me. It's just I I see it. It's unlikely, and I I don't like to get over. Oh, it's definitely unlikely. And and that that's why people were getting mad at me saying, "Oh, I don't want CMC," and and I just said that because I didn't want to get like my hopes up. Ah, yeah. Like, listen, don't bank on OBJ being a 49er, but there's a possibility that it can happen. And when it happens, everybody will be happy. I can tell you that. Because now you're putting on another weapon. And so the question is, now, according to my man Jason Hurley, 49ers are sitting at like six point something million, almost six and a half million on the cap. Hell yeah, they can afford They can afford OBJ. Even if they say, if, even if OB says, give me five million, and then the 49ers says, we'll give you three and a half million, but you can make this amount of money if you get to the Super Bowl. We get to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So let's yeah. say they let's say he They'll asked the five, but the right, but the 49ers says we'll give you six. You know, I'm just saying. Now, 
Word on the street is he wants a, a multi-million dollar deal. He's, he's a multi-year contract. He can get that with the 49ers, but I don't think the 49ers want to pay two wide receivers. And then two years later, they're going to have to figure out, unless it's a two-year deal. Mm-hmm. And then in two years, it's Brandon Ayuk pay time. And yeah. OBJ goes bye-bye. And the 49ers will have at least another Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I, that's just the way I, I don't know. I'm just all about if, I'm all about building a team with talent. And if the talent is there, remember I used to, I was getting an argument with Cali and I was like, yo, man, you we talented, but it's about having the best talent. OBJ yeah. is something that would upgrade the talent. Just oh. like CMC upgraded the talent in the running back room. Mm-hmm. OBJ would upgrade the talent in the wide receiver room. Everybody in this chat was talking mad trash about Debo Samuel <laughs> just 20 minutes ago, and they don't want OBJ. I don't get it. Anyway, what a great show. You guys are amazing. Thank you guys for sticking around for an hour and freaking an hour and a half. Wow. Wow. Listen, 49 Media, take this time to let everybody know where they can find you, all that Gucci stuff. Um, uh, Then I'm going to go ahead and pay some bills after that and let you go, bro. First off, I want to thank you, Breezy, for letting me come on here. Really enjoyed it. Um. You know, you meant the grids hard, but <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um, you were you guys... on point. You you were on point, and it was cool trying to see you get into my mind. So at the beginning, you weren't, but then then you started to think like breezy, and then you started nailing them at the end. Pause. <laughs> I can't say anything on this one. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys also for everyone in chat for tuning in make sure you guys hit that like button subscribe button uh you guys can find me over at instagram twitter and youtube at 49er media 49er media guys listen look i want to get all of the content creators that i know personally we got to get them to the thousand subscribers so everybody that's watching this chat, do us a favor and go subscribe to 49er Media right now. Just type in 49er Media in your browser or at 49er Media. And if you're not already subscribed to the channel, please do so. He goes on live. He has a partner up there. They're, they, they're, they're having a great time talking 49er football. All right. And I want you guys to subscribe to him. This is my brother. Do me that solid. Go ahead and subscribe to him. Uh, and 49 meter, listen, I appreciate you, man. Uh, keep up the great work, keep doing appreciate the things you. that Thank you're doing. You. You're amazing, bro. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, man. I love you, man. Stay up, stay faithful, bro. Peace. Peace. That's my guy. Oh, my, my voice, my throat is starting to hurt a little bit less because I'm able to get some screams out. But that was fun, man. Ancho is amazing. Got to give him a round of applause. For being on the show we got one more thing to do and that is the poll question now the 49ers got three people are uh, returning from the ir the injured reserve all right and the poll question says which player from the ir will play on sunday simple question little little thing just to get your brain going in the morning you feel me uh the choices were elijah mitchell all the above uh aziz al shayer colton mckivitz uh, 43%, 43% of you said Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell is the player out of the list that's going to play on Sunday. Now, the second place was all the above. 
all the above came in second place. You feel like all the players are going to play. Had 150 votes today. That's what I'm talking about. I love it when you guys interact. Not just chat, but actually interact, and then we get to it. Now, do I agree with y'all? Who would I pick from this list? I mean, I think it's uh, I mean, it's probably common sense, but I, I would have voted for Aziz Al-Shair. I know he, he seems like he has a longer way of coming back from that. Uh, what do you have? A high ankle sprain as well? Um, but I, I'm going with Aziz. I think Aziz is going to be locked and loaded and ready to go on Sunday, man. All right, on Sunday. Now, let me explain to you guys tomorrow's show before you guys jump on off here. Uh, guys, make sure you tune in tomorrow at 11 a.m. Going to have another special guest. I'm doing content creators, co-hosting all week long and into next week. All right, and this is fun because I want to give people their shine, their time to shine as well. Right, this is what we are. We're a family. We're a community. I, I preach family all the time. And so let's go ahead and big up our brothers and sisters in the content creating world. Uh, tomorrow's show is Wine Back Wednesday. So we will be winding it back uh, just a little bit, even with our special guests. We're going to do the Kahoot Challenge. Special guests can play because the special guest doesn't have the Kahoot. He doesn't have the questions or the answers. So that guest can participate as well. Tomorrow, you're going to win a prize. I haven't decided what it's going to be. Usually, it's football cards and things like that. But we'll see what we got cooking over here. All right, right here at the Wayne Breezy Network, Entertainment Network. Guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in, man. I appreciate you guys. Again, if you're not a part of the Patreon, please join the Patreon. All right, we got three tiers over there that can suit your needs. Shout out to everybody on each one of the tiers. Uh, Legends. Uh, if you are a legend tier member, please check your emails, okay? Because I'm trying to set up a date to do the 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 get together. All right. So please set up your emails. I'm trying to schedule a date to do the get together. So if you're watching this, make sure you check your emails. It should be in there. All right. Uh, and again, you can go to patreon.com backslash Wayne Breezy. Now, uh, I will be headed out to Mexico in a couple of weeks. I'm getting some shirts made. All right. These are going to be the CMC shirts. All right. Now I'm going to take a selective few shirts to sell out there. Once I get the shirts, I will do my best to get them uploaded to the, the website, which you can go here, uh, www.twben.com. And when they're on the website, uh, if I don't get them on the website, you can special order through me. All right. Now, I can tell you right now, the shirt's going to be $35. These are custom made, specially made. I had to go through some. They're not on Teespring. <laughs> All right. So I had to go through some loopholes and whatever, whatever, because I wanted these shirts to look dead right. If you didn't get a chance to see what those shirts look like, you can go see the mock drafts of the T-shirts. They are posted, <clears throat> excuse me, on the Instagram. So if you go to the Instagram, that's Twitter. If you go to Instagram at uh, Wayne Breezy 2, they're up there. I will put them on the other uh, channel as well. If you, were, if you were following the Wayne Breezy, the name has changed to... TWBE network where I'm going to be posting clips and promoting all the members of the network, right? So if you have your content, you have your shows and your content, and you're part of the TWBEN network, TWBE uh, network. <laughs> all right. I will make sure that I get stuff posted up there, but you have to send it to me and then I'll get it loaded up onto the IG. So that goes for everybody that has their content shows. And if you're a part of the network, and if you want to be a part of the network, then send me an email or write to waynebreezy at twben.com. We got to give a shout out to uh, our last sponsor over at my bookie, guys. So just stay tuned and then we're going to get on up out of here. Here's a quick word from our sponsor. Football season has just begun. 
And you can keep your excitement alive with MyBookie's double deposit bonus. Having your initial deposit matched up to 1K is like playing every game with a home field advantage. You must sign up. Use promo code BREEZY100 and instantly get your funds credited to your account to start rocking with MyBookie. MyBookie is also home to exclusive contests that can be used to maximize your winnings and make 2022 your best year yet. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to 1K using promo code BREEZY100. Place your marks and get ready for the NFL season's intensity. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. <laughs> Yo, I'm sitting here reading these comments. I missed some, I missed some Paul. I dodged some Paul's bullets. Hey man, look, I'm I'm quick on my toes. I'm too swift on my toes for you, mother. Oh, silly of me to fall in love with it. Oh, knowing damn well she get caught up in the grip and as the sun rotates and my game grows bigger. How many tricks wanna this name Snoop Dog? Yo, I'm telling you, Snoop Dogg was at the top of the game in 1994, 95, bro. Like he was on the top. Whoever was writing for Snoop, King. I'm sorry. That one little phrase made me think of that. That's my 80. HD kicking in. Now, I guys see you guys. You guys can design a shirt for me, and I will get it printed up. So, if you guys, I see you guys designing shirts. We have a CMC shirt <clears throat> designed by Steve Mullen that's going to be released uh, very soon. I'm actually getting impressed uh, and, and made up, and then we'll be selling those for thirty-five dollars. We have some tees now. Uh, I will do special to order. So, if you wear a certain size, you're gonna have to hit me up, and then I'll get it ordered to made, right? And so that's kind of how I'm gonna rock with these graphic tees. Now, as far as the wordy tees, just stuff with words on it, we're gonna put them up on Teespring. All right. Now, if you want to see the mock-up of the tees, they are on the Instagram. So go to Wayne Breezy too, guys. I had a blast, man. An hour and thirty-three minutes. We getting up out of here. Listen, stay up, stay faithful. See y'all tomorrow, eleven a.m. All right, 11 a.m. Don't be late. And if you late, come in silently. This is a class, mother sucker. Let's go. Love y'all. Peace out. Keep it nitty gritty. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear We not accepting no slander by Trey, so beware I stay in exclusively nine of hats And I always tell the truth, this exclusively nine of facts Breezy this, breezy that They know I'm gold-blooded, I got the Niners on my back, you know Yeah